had to fly up to New York for two of hip hop's biggest groups going head to head in a boxing ring, nonetheless. <laughs> uh, let's get ready to rumble! The locks consist of Styles P, Sheik Looch, Jadakiss. I've seen Dipset before in, in concert. Uh, out of the four in Dipset, you've got I decide in that moment the biggest risks yield the biggest rewards. And I'm going to see if I can make it through the show with a front row seat. Way down deep inside of me. And it breaks my heart. Hey. And it breaks my heart. Yeah. Get paid a pretty penny for my thoughts. I'm hard away with grandma. What's up? This is the Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast, the podcast where we discuss issues that affect black and millennial communities while having a good drink. I'm your host, Daryl. Let's get to it. Last night, I had the time of my life. So I um, I decided a little while ago that I wanted to go to the Dipset Locks versus Battle. For those who don't know, um, during the pandemic, because a lot of artists weren't able to perform um, due to COVID, there was a, a platform created by producers Swiss Beats and Timberland where artists could have shows, um, kind of like a, a one-on-one, if you would, or if it's a group, a, a three-on-three, three-on-four, whatever, um, to display their top 20 songs um, their strongest 20 songs not necessarily um, hits or, or chart toppers but their their best 20 going head for head and um, it was it was just transformational it allowed artists to make money when they could not um, actually be in a venue which is where a lot of uh, musical artists make a lot of their their dollars so it's been a, a great great series and last night I had the opportunity to to see one in person I'm gonna jump into that but first of all I have to introduce the whiskey of choice for today it is wild turkey 101 rye really really good rye whiskey I'm not big on rye as y'all know I like bourbon, I like scotch, I like Irish whiskey when it's the right one. You know, when when they are right, they're right. Um, but the same thing with rye. There are some ryes that I am in love with. Um, Whistle Pig and Pikesville are the top two for me when it comes to rye whiskeys. But this Wild Turkey 101 rye is nothing to... Uh, turn your nose up at either really really good 
full of flavor not too sweet makes some great cocktails and actually this is my stock rye whiskey so I have a stock um, scotch and it's a blended scotch monkey shoulder I think I had that on like season one um, I have a stock bourbon which is wild turkey 101 bourbon and then my stock rye is wild turkey 101 rye and these are just for quick cocktails when people come over and want just an old-fashioned don't ask for anything special um, I keep spouts on these bottles because it makes it for an easier pour um, but yeah this is it's a really really nice flavorful rye whiskey if you're not big on rye but you're trying to get into it I'd say check it out not too expensive I think it's about 24 25 dollars about the same as the bourbon and actually all three of those bottles are under 30 um, my three well bottles um, but they, they won't send you home with a hangover but you'll get a, a really nice drink um, whether you're drinking it neat on the rocks or in a cocktail back to the topic at hand yesterday afternoon I flew to New York 15 hour trip in and out get there around you know five o'clock into the city actually um manhattan specifically leave at eight o'clock this morning and i'm actually going to publish this today because i've been playing with y'all i apologize i i'll be honest i'm not going to make an excuse i'm a tired dad who hasn't felt like editing podcast episodes lately um, but i've got my interviews edited in the next two weeks i'm probably going to drop four episodes just because I've been playing with y'all. So I've got episodes with um, LaFell, with Quilante, with Victoria. Um, who else? I got, I've got another. I've got uh, Damien. I've got, I've got content as well as a bunch of individual episodes. So I just got to, you know, buckle down, edit them. And that's what I'm going to do. So flew to New York and went up for the versus battle this was between two of my favorite groups all time i have a heavy affinity for new york rappers my father's family lives in a few of the boroughs or in teenant new jersey as well as my mother has um a brother sister-in-law i believe they're in brooklyn um i've got a first cousin in long island i've got family up there and as does everybody right everybody's got family in new york um, spent a considerable amount of time during my childhood up there um, summers um, actually I think it was my senior year of high school my or excuse me the summer after my senior year had an apartment um, on like West 66th and Broadway that I was just able to have to myself for you know weeks on end who gives an 18 year old their own apartment um, I mean a penthouse apartment it was beautiful um, then think when I was 17 my cousin Jeff gave me yeah 17 my cousin Jeff gave me his apartment for like two weeks like a lot of my formative years were spent or some formative summer so like my free time was spent in New York and I just developed a love for the culture the music there um, walking around in Harlem buying mixtape CDs like hard copy CDs on the corner um, buying like 
the tall tees and the white tees and, and getting all of my stuff from the the cats who just sell on the side of the street like that culture was a complete 180 from what i'm you know experiencing here in the south and so i really gravitated toward that anytime i would go up there for a break to visit my you know godparents or my granddad or my aunts or my cousins like that was where i wanted to be that's where i felt comfortable that's where i felt challenged and pushed and during that era oh and shout out to my cousin mark um at dj emsky e-m-s-k-e-e on instagram um mark is a huge influence in why i love new york hip-hop so mark has been djing my entire life Um, i am currently 33 years old and mark's my second cousin i don't even i'll say probably he was probably 15 when i was born so my entire life and my entire like period of recollection he's been heavily into music in the new york hip-hop scene big on authenticity big on you know that genuine new york vibe and so i i took that in absorbed it and it is why i had to fly up to new york for two of hip-hop's biggest groups going head-to-head in a boxing ring nonetheless <laughs> that was crazy right like y'all are y'all are doing this in a ring for real like you're not you're not going literally blow for blow but figuratively this is the space to do it so the show kicked off with michael buffer who you know if you know him and please don't sue me if it's really trademarked i believe it is but he's the let's get ready to rumble guy i'm not gonna say it like he does because i really don't want to get sued but maybe i'll find a clip and drop it right here Uh, let's get ready to rumble so he kicks the show off right and from there it's just you know it's on um the locks yeah. consist of Styles P, Sheik Jadakiss. <laughs> For those who don't know, amazing hip hop group um, signed to Rough Riders, signed to Bad Boy at one point. Just phenomenal artists. Not as many chart topping hits, but as Jadakiss said yesterday. We got Grammys! These don't know what Grammys look like. They know what Grams look like. We got Grammys! Now they worked with artists like Mace, um, DMX, Mariah Carey, Jay-Z, of course the diplomats. Like they 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 are, you know, raps who's who. Coming straight out of Yonkers, New York. You can check out their catalog on Tidal or whatever streaming service you use, but you're not going to lose listening to the locks. Then you have Dipset. Now, Dipset is is my crew. If you know me, you follow me on Instagram, my personal account at least, probably my my um, podcast account as well. But you know, Dipset is where it's at for me. Everybody knows. And everybody was texting me 
in the couple weeks leading up to this event and was like yo your boys are about to to do their thing i know you're gonna watch it you know what are you wearing to sit at home and watch it on television i didn't let many people know that i was going up there but i showed up because i had to see dipset um, i've seen dipset before in in concert uh, out of the four in dipset you've got Jim Jones, Cameron, Jewels, Freaky Ziki. Right? Those are like the four staple members. Now, there have been other people signed to Diplomat Records over the years, but those are the, the founding members. Uh, Freaky Ziki has a mixtape and an album out. Um, Book of Ziki. Shout out to Zeke. Uh, actually, he just re reposted something that I posted um, online like he he was wild last night he's the hype man so he isn't really a rapper he has a couple albums out but he is the the hype man and um in part the muscle right so he and Jim Jones started off in that in that capacity both of them were hype men neither of them really took rap seriously they might have been on a track or two but you know, you all you have your boys on your tracks. I, I've been I've been on on tracks with friends. It happens. You, you do it for the hell of it. You do it to just test the waters to see where you're at lyrically. Now, Jim went from being the hype man and the muscle to, in my opinion, being the most dynamic and developed member of the group. Everybody Jones, everybody Jones. He's putting out the most consistent music right now the most quality music and it's just a, a phenomenal MC which I never saw coming like I could always relate to him and he's been my favorite since high school um, since he dropped on my way to church I want to say maybe 2004 um, he's been yeah, he's been my dude I, I've really just related to um, his drive his loyalty his diligence in determining that he would never take backward steps in um in the rap game and so yeah that's my that's my dude like cam is cool cam is is uh funny cam is cocky jewels is smooth uh very very great with the wordplay but jim is the one who i feel like lyrically content wise i can relate to the most but i rock with the entire set um there's not an album I haven't listened to on repeat. They all stay in heavy rotation. So I flew up, hop off the plane, and I immediately head to getting up with my boy Dev. I owed him dinner and drinks because he hooked me up with an amazing, amazing professional reference recently. Which this is just a tip for everybody. If you have a friend who hooks you up with a professional reference, um, if you don't get the job, still you know do something nice for them. At least say thank you. But if you get the job and it provides you with a pay increase, take that person out for drinks, dinner, uh, get them a gift card somewhere. Like these people put themselves in a position to help you succeed, and so you should always say thank you. And since it was my 
my night in New York, I was like, yo, first things first, I'm about to, about to properly thank my boy. So we went out for drinks, this spot called The Edge in Harlem on uh, Edgecombe Drive. Um, and then my four and five, my LBs met us and we went to another spot called The Row in Harlem, uh, not too far, probably a few blocks off. Had some more drinks. And then they dropped me off at the show. So went to the show and I'm at, I'm at the building. So it's in Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden has the Hulu Theater. In Hulu Theater, they host boxing matches, um, other smaller events that aren't going to pack out the entire Madison Square Garden proper, like the entire uh, stadium, where the Knicks play and the Rangers play and whomever else. So, I'm in. I'm walking into the theater, and first thing you know, run into the men's room, complete. Uh, hot box cloud situation in there so that was a trip but you know, just to be expected um, it's legal in New York now to to smoke weed so hey why not North Carolina what's up um, not that I'm advocating for people to, to use substances if they if they have substance abuse issues don't use but I feel like at this point it's a substance that has been vilified due to racism and um, people are penalized due to a racist system so let's go ahead and abolish that law fast forward that's not what today is about um, or this episode is about so you know head head into the arena and I decide you know what I want to take a picture at the uh, the stage because I'm here why not do it so I walk up and I walk to the front and I walk the way I always walk I walk with confidence I walk in a way that says I belong here so that I don't get stopped now there are times in history and Desiree and I talked about it we joked about it actually before I went to the show and I was like yo wouldn't it be crazy if I just ended up right there you know with great seats because the seats i paid for were the equivalent of of nosebleed seats like i bought the least expensive seats i could um in the back of the arena i purchased them on the day that the tickets dropped because i said i just want to be in the building i don't have to be close um i can watch the replay if i want to i just want to be in the building with all of these people who appreciate good new york hip-hop like i do and um, you don't always get that here, right? When I go to shows in North Carolina, um, you don't always get those real, real fans who are hip hop heads in in that way. So first time I saw Dipset, I went to see them in Coney Island. Um, it's it's important for me to be in a setting where I'm not the only one who's who's really rocking with it and having fun. I, I want somebody who's who's been and I, and I also don't want to be in a setting where you have a bunch of novices who really aren't in tune with the culture but like to exploit it um, all around like I wanted to be in a setting with real real hip hop heads and the garden was that so I bought seats in the back 
$45 just so I could be there. So I could mitigate the cost of being there because I have to fly up. Of course, I'm not driving to New York. I have a, a three, nearly four month old, so I can't be gone for too long. So this is going to be a, a quick trip, um, but it's going to it won't be a free one. So I fly up. So I get to the stadium and I'm just going down to the front. I am at the front. Take a picture real quick, quick selfie right in front of the stage. Nobody's on it. And then I look around. You know, there's not a whole lot of people here. The show is starting or is scheduled to start in 15 minutes. So I, I hang around a little bit. Um, I end up making my way to a bar that is backstage. And from there, you know, the DJs start to turn up. Oh, okay, well, here I am at the backstage bar, whatever. And I stay up there. I decide in that moment, the biggest risks yield the biggest rewards. And I, I say, I'm going to chill right here. And I'm going to see if I can make it through the show with a front row seat. Literally, in front of me, there isn't a, a row of seats you can purchase tickets for. The only seats that are in front of me are for Timberland and the executives who put on verses. So there's there's not anyone truly ahead of where I am. But, you know, the DJs are just rocking right now. So somebody's going to come and take this seat that I have uh, decided to bogart. Right. But I'm going to sit there with confidence until they do. Two and a half hours later, I've made it through the entire show without being asked to move, without as much as a disturbance. And not only that, but you know, there there are celebrities here who I really rock with. Like there are rappers here that you know, I'm like, I'm st- I'm sitting in front of Fab. I'm sitting ahead of, of Fat Joe. French Montana's over here behind me to the left. And I'm in the front row, paid $45 for my uh, back of the building seats and ended up in, after looking up the, the value of the ticket I didn't have, but the seat that I had, ended up in a seat that was going for $1,056. No one but the creator and his crew were ahead of me in seats. That was major for me. I tell this story in no way, shape, or form to brag. Nor do I tell you this story to get you to do something similar because when Des and I talked about it, she was like, yo, you do this. You know, you, you... you really go into spaces and act like you belong there and you either win really big or you lose really big. And I could have probably gotten ejected from the arena for not being in in position or being in the wrong position. 
but also me having that confidence to say I'm going to sit here and I'm not going to look like a fan I'm going to look like I actually belong in this space and of course a fan of the group but not a fan of not somebody who hasn't been in those spaces before like, like there there are different levels to this right you can be a fan of the group you can be a fan of an artist um i was talking to fab and i was like yo i appreciate your music he dapped me up we were just chilling um for for a moment and that that was cool like you can be a fan but don't fan out because in that situation when you fan out people know you don't belong there and when they know you don't belong there you're more likely to be removed from the, the situation. Um, it was cool. Dipset got slaughtered. I was I was very disappointed. Not because it was the music was good, but they just weren't they weren't performing like the locks was. The locks showed up as the underdogs and showed out. You could see how uh, synchronized they were and how in tune they were as a unit. And that was just, that was missing with, with Dipset. Everything from their, their wardrobe to the way they presented their music, it just was, was not in sync. But nonetheless, amazing show. Wouldn't have traded it for the world. Grateful that I had the opportunity to uh to fly up and see such an amazing moment in hip-hop history afterward you know i flew up without anything i flew up with the jacket on my back and the clothes that i was wearing i ended up staying the night at my boy vince's crib and one of my best friends, uh, he lives in Brooklyn. Got to meet his his wonderful lady. Uh, so it was it was a good time there. Purchased a a sweatsuit from him. So check him out at Never Settle. Make sure I'm getting, getting this right. So check uh check out Vince and Autumn's brand Never Settle on Instagram at shop underscore never settle. Amazing quality clothes um, and accessories. I mean I I have what maybe five pieces now. Love them. Love them. Damn it, I forgot to get a sticker. Vincent forgot to get a sticker man how'd you let me forget this i need it on my laptop but yeah so copped a, a sweatsuit from him flew back in it because you know, i like to to fly in comfort as comfort as comfortable as i can at least i don't fly first class yet but it's coming but yeah it was a good trip got to see some friends unfortunately didn't get to see any family because i wasn't there long enough but you know, we'll be back in, in December. New York, you never fail to show me a good time. But this time, even more so than the city showed me a good time, I allowed my confidence to place me in a space 
where I could create my own good time and my own memories. Um, and real quick, I'll do this week's adventures with Avery. This was actually my first time leaving him alone overnight, or not alone, leaving him overnight. Um, it was extremely uh, not concerning because I, I, don't, I wasn't concerned with leaving him with his mother. That's easy, but just a little unsettling. You know, this was going to be the first night that I wasn't there as the the first line of defense if anything were to go wrong for my son but everything turned out great we live in a safe community um, thankfully Desiree is an amazing mother and so you know my, my first night away was was good and I was relaxed um, thankfully we have the technology that we can communicate at all times and so she you know updated me on on the stuff that we regularly update each other with and um that was cool i got out of my uber this morning shout out to my uber driver sir we had a really great discussion about hip-hop i wish we exchanged some kind of information because the dude is is pretty pretty cool younger cat 24 years old anyway sir drops me off and desiree is at the door with avery and they're happy for me to be coming home and it was one of the best feelings of my life to come home to two people who missed me and were awaiting eagerly awaiting my return gosh this this fatherhood stuff is different anyway that's my that's my adventures with Avery story for the week. Catch y'all again next time. dollarsandstories.com